What's up, everybody? This is the Jake's Take Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fur of the Mansfield News Journal, and we're talking Tigers again this week. Uh, we got the Mansfield Senior Tigers, uh, our hometown squad. Um, had, a, had a tough week last week, won't lie. Um, they, they lost 33 to nothing to Maslin, who is a perennial power, uh, owns 25 state championships all before 1970, and just a, a very well-known program. Um, and you know the Tigers put up a big put up a good fight here in, after the first quarter, and then uh, things kind of just spiraled to a thirty three to nothing loss. It was the first shutout loss for Mansfield Senior in seven years, so um, you know a, a lot to be motivated about for for this week. But we'll talk about the the game here as as it went a little bit. We we'll get some insight from some coaches. Uh, we got Chokey Bradley. We got Jacob Owens, offensive coordinator. We got defensive coordinator Sean Adams on this episode. And we also talked to two members of the TY Hit Squad, so you won't want to miss that. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the game last week. Um, the, you know, the, the Tigers and Tigers, so I'm going to have to refer to them as Ma- uh, Maslin and Mansfield Sr. But uh, Mansfield Sr., they were only down 7 nothing after the first quarter. Uh, Maslin hit on a 43-yard pass uh, kind of midway through the quarter that there was a little bit of a blown coverage, so it was kind of a, not a fluke play, but it was a well, well-designed well play. I'll, I'll say it that way, but um, just a, you know, a really good play there. They kind of put, the, put Maslin on the board, but I think the turning point in that game, uh, Mansfield Sr. Had a, had a punt blocked. Uh, in return for a touchdown early in the second quarter to put Maslin up 14 nothing. From there, it just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of seemed like the, the game was well in hand from there on out. Uh, the t- Mansfield Senior only put up 97 yards of total offense, had negative 29 yards rushing. Um, a lot of those, you know, some of those can't be really contributed to, to poor running, poor run plays. Uh, it was a lot of uh, snaps over the head, I think, there was a snap over a quarterback's head. There was a snap over a punter's head. Uh, they, they had, you know, a lot of a lot of loss of yardage there. So, um, just a just a little tough offensive night defensively. I thought the Tigers played pretty well. Um, give only give it up seven points. Uh, they they really only gave up three touchdowns on the night um, defensively because they had a. Um, special teams at Massline had a special teams touchdown. So two field goals. Um, Three touchdowns to a very good Maslin team. Two two kind of big plays, 43-yard um, pass play and a 51-yard pass play that uh, the, the Maslin scored on. So um, before we get into the defense, I want to sit down with um, head coach Chokey Bradley real quick, um, get his thoughts on the game. I found it really interesting after the game, um, during the post-game huddle, Chokey was was kind of putting a lot of blame on himself for not having his team ready to play and and just not coming out of the gates very quick. So uh, I asked him about that and uh, just about how kind of now that we're getting into um, Ohio Cardinal Conference play, the Tigers travel to um, West Holmes this week for probably the biggest game in the OCC um, all year. I think this, this could determine the conference champion, uh, if we're being honest. Um, so I got his thoughts on that and just kind of the sense of urgency around the program, especially after a shutout loss. So let's hear from Chokey Bradley real quick, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, Jacob Owens and um, a couple members of the TY Hit Squad as well as Sean Adams. So check out Chokey Bradley real quick. Uh, I mean, the, the thing I took away from last week, it didn't feel like you were – Disappointed that you guys lost. 
kind of felt like you were more disappointed in just the, the effort, the competitiveness that you guys kind of came out with? For me, it was more or less, I thought defensively we played with a tremendous amount of heart, a lot of effort. Uh, I just felt like we we made an unbelievable amount of mental mistakes. Uh, that was the only thing that was that bothered me the most uh, was the the mental miscues and and uh, you know that sort of thing. Um, I thought our guys played hard. Um, you know they weren't scared or anything like that. They just they just uh, made a lot of mental mistakes, and uh, you know and our special teams play was was very disheartening. Is that that feels like that's kind of why you took a lot of. A lot of personal responsibility you, on the post-game speech. You were saying a lot of that was was on you with the preparation-wise and the, just being ready to play. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think that's ultimately my job is to make sure that our guys are ready, um, to make sure that, you know, our guys are prepared. And, uh, you know, so I think if we, you know, if when we go back and we watch the tape, we watch the game, um, our special teams unit wasn't prepared enough. We made some personnel changes on that unit. Um, we're going to do some things a little different. And, uh, you know, my job also is to make sure our kids is fired up and ready to go. So, I mean, there's, I don't know if you have to do anything to get them fired up and ready to go this week. I mean, this is, this is it. I mean, this, it feels like this could be those since the championship game. I think that's kind of how you guys are approaching it, right? That's definitely how we're approaching it. Um, you know, we're going to attack it. We're going to attack today's practice just like we attacked yesterday's practice on the holiday. Um, you know, we're going to get after it tomorrow, Thursday. Friday will be a big big game for us, um, big game for them, big game for, you know, two under, you know, they, they undefeated. Um, they the defending champs, and we got to go over there. Um, you know, wouldn't be a better ending if it wasn't this one. Right. I mean, with it with an entering league schedule now, I mean, is there is there any kind of things that you change as far as preparation wise? Do you go with a little bit more sense of urgency, or are you guys kind of just going like like you have been the last five weeks? Yeah, we don't. You know, our practice our practice routine is going to be all about us. You know, going out and fine tuning us, fine tuning um, you know what we like to do and what we like to do the best, and just get better at that. You know, again, I, I hate to keep going back to Friday, but, you know, Friday was a prime example of, you know, us not being able to do what we do best. And so because of that, you know, we had a lot of mental, is, you know, a lot of mental uh, miscues, and, and, and those are the type of things that we got to get cleaned up in practice and our preparation moving forward. So this week will be nothing different. Uh, we're going to go out today and we're going to work on how can we clean up our, our mental mistakes and how we can get back to, doing what we do best. Is there like a, a sense of urgency oh, or absolutely. anything like that? I mean, Absolutely. 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 We ain't got shut out since 2015. <laughs> right. um, and and, and that's, that's not who we are. Uh, we got way too many talented football players on that side of the ball for us not to score any points. Um, you know, we went 0 for 11 on third downs. Um, we can't have that. And so as, there's absolutely a sense of urgency. Um, throughout this entire program. That was Mansfield senior Tiger head coach Chokey Bradley. Um, you know, just a, a 
very passionate guy about his program and um, he takes a lot of pride in, in what he does here and you know he, he kind of took that loss to heart to Maslin a little bit and you know I, I, I asked him at the beginning just you know it didn't it didn't really feel like he was disappointed that the Tigers that his Tigers lost that game um, just maybe the way that they competed uh, throughout that one and and just how um, you know they didn't even force a punt they were 0 for 11 on on third downs um, you know they just kind of let Maslin do whatever they wanted when they wanted Mansfield senior had eight penalties so he, he kind of took that to heart um, like I said 0 for 11 on third downs 0 for one on fourth downs um, they, they had the time of possession uh, 20 26 minutes 13 seconds compared to 21 47 for Maslin they just couldn't couldn't put any points on the board um, but that one's behind us uh, we're they're moving on um, let's let's talk to Jacob Owens a little bit the offensive coordinator I think he's kind of taken that that Shut out lost to heart a little bit. He's gonna have some uh, have some things he wants to prove here with his with his offense. I think it's a high powered offense, and um, he's got he's got a lot of uh, a lot of ideas flowing through his brain for this next week. So let's hear from uh, Jacob Owens real quick, just about the offense, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. It's just talking about last week a little bit. I mean, it was it was the first shutout in seven years. Yeah, for the offense. Uh, I mean. You chalk it up. I think you chalk it up to a really good defense. Absolutely. Right? I mean, that, that defense was kind of top-notch. Yeah. So, I mean, give a lot of credit to Maslin. Yeah. Their, their front seven came and brought it. Um, they got a couple of D1 guys up front. Um, but I was kind of disappointed in our effort. Mm-hmm. Um, it just came down to, to heart and effort. Right. And I didn't think we gave that much effort um, as an offense, as a whole. Um, we kind of laid down and took it. Um, so we challenged our guy for this week. To, to give it, you know what I mean. Right. Dish it, dish it out. Right. It should burn you this week. Um, so let's let's see what you got. I, I mean, do you after that game? Do you kind of do you try to change a lot of things, or do you just kind of no? Like so, you said, chalk it up. To no, you. we. So they're a really good defense. We know they're going to win a lot of games, and they're, they're a story program in Ohio. Um, we're not going to reinvent the wheel. Right. Um, we're going to do what we do. Um, we we actually are going to get, try to get back to what we do. Right. Our first two weeks, we scored forty points. Um, Running the football, basically. Right. So we want to get back to running the football and being the, the, the Tigers we know we can be. So, I mean, you're playing on a on a grass field this week. I mean, you talked a little bit about it. And it yeah. I mean, how how different is that kind of game planning for turf compared to grass? Well, I mean, it's not that much different. It's still football. It's still yeah. 100 yards. It's just a little different surface. Right. Um, we have a grass practice field, so we're going to go out this week and get some reps on it. And it's at the end of the day, it's, it's, just, it's football. Right. Right. Football is football, so whether it's grass or turf, you gotta bring it. And West Holmes, I mean, they've they've given up quite a few points so far this year to, to some other teams, other than last week. But, right. I mean, it feels like you guys could kind of light up the scoreboard on. Yeah. So this is another game where we feel like we can uh, get out and, and expose our will and and really do what we do: run the football, throw the football, be balanced. You know what I mean? And and get back to the Tiger football. We just have to exploit their weaknesses and uh, execute our game plan. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the like the run game, like you said. I mean, it, it kind of took a week off last week. I yeah. Mean, is there was there any conversations about um, just kind of getting back to that and how how to kind of get back to that? Uh, it's just our game plan. It's, that's all it is. It's our game plan. We want to be balanced. We want to run the football. We're at our best when we're balanced and running the football and throwing it mm-hmm. all around the yard. So it's just getting back to who we are. We got a little lost last week. 
during that game with the physicality right. and, and the, the name of Maslin. Right. You know what I mean? The moment got a little too big for a lot of us. So I feel like getting back to what we want to do is, is this week's focused and execution. We had way too many penalties. Yeah. We want to execute and play clean, disciplined football. And that's what Tiger football is, is right. being physical, being disciplined, and execution. That was Mansfield Senior Tiger Offensive Coordinator Jacob Owens. And I, I found it kind of refreshing um, just hearing when I, you know, I, I asked him, is is a shutout loss, is that kind of uh, wipe the slate clean kind of thing where you just kind of start from scratch with an entirely new offense and just kind of, you know, not not change the playbook completely, but you got to kind of look within yourself a little bit with that. So. Um, I, I, I like the fact that he's, you know, not overthinking it and not panicking at all and just chalking it up to a really good defense, which Maslin is a very good defense. Any team that can hold Mansfield Senior to negative 29 yards of rushing offense, 97 total yards, uh, that, that's a pretty darn good defense. So, um, you know, chalk it up to, to just that. Uh, it was, uh, you know, a tough performance, but yet... Tigers still are in everything, every goal that they hope to accomplish this year. They won an OCC championship. They want to make the playoffs and make, want to make a long run, and, and one loss isn't going to deter them from any of those goals. So I think that's kind of the approach that they take into this. Um, but let's, uh, after the game, I, I kind of found something interesting. There was a, a player that stood up that said, you know what? This game, we didn't have leadership. Uh, he, he felt that there was no leadership, including him. So he didn't just kind of put that on everybody else, um, everybody else's shoulders. He, he kind of took ownership of that as well. Um, and I, I thought that was that was kind of uh, very mature. I thought that was really interesting. And so I went out to the, to the stadium this week on Tuesday because Monday was Labor Day. But I went out there Tuesday just kind of thinking of, you know, who, who, is, who, who are the leaders of this team? Who, who's going to step up here through the final, you know, seven weeks of the season and, and be the leaders? And I was looking up in the stands during Friday night and I saw um, Leo Hess's dad wearing a uh, T-shirt with the TY Hit Squad, had a silhouette of, of a picture that I took. And uh, with those, with the three guys, we have uh, Leo Hess, Makai Bradley and Ricky Mills, who are members of the TY Hit Squad, and I did a feature on that this week. I thought it was thought it turned out pretty cool. Um, the guys had fun with it, and I sat down with um, Ricky Mills and Leo Hess a little bit, kind of got their thoughts on being members of the TY Hit Squad, and they had a lot of fun with it. I, I think they they kind of cherish that that relationship that they have together and that kind of thing that they have bonding them so let's hear from them real quick and uh, we'll get back here and talk to Sean Adams just about those three as well as what to expect from uh, West Holmes this week to kind of have that between you guys I mean that's kind of a and and it's it's not a lie I mean you guys lay the lumber every single yeah. time you can so I mean to, to have that kind of camaraderie between you three I'll talk to Kai in a little bit but I mean what, what's that like it's got to be pretty cool to be kind of part of that oh for sure if, if I'm not making the play then I, I know Kai's on it or Ricky's on it or if I'm not doing my assignment I know one of them's going to be doing their assignment and making the play so it's kind of like a team bonding thing oh, it's yeah, like yeah, sure. it like makes us a little bit closer our uh our community our family closer and it just makes us more happy to be here and want to go win and do great things for the for the community and the coaches and stuff so yeah it's, it's really good to be a part of so if you had to put a definition on the hit squad, 
What, what would that definition be? Uh, man. <laughs> Three young bulls. Three young bulls. Ready to go at it. Something like that. Speed and physicality. Yeah. I, there's so many, like, definitions. That's why it's yeah. just the hit squad. Yeah. <laughs> you just make your own definition. <laughs> Whenever you think of the hit squad, you just think of us three. That's it. Ready to go. So, so after the game Friday night, there was kind of a... I, I wouldn't say, like, leadership was called out by it, but it was talked about. There was, there was some questions of leadership. I mean, how much do you... Are you three gonna, kind of moving forward here? How much is it uh, kind of a personal mission to, to be leaders on this team? I think it's a huge mission for us, all three of us, to step up on the team and just direct the team into a winning mindset and winning attitude. Yeah, we just got to have that championship OCC, like, mind for the rest of the season. And, like, we got to keep the atmosphere, like, high and good energy. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that energy's up, and then hopefully everyone follows along with it, and hopefully we'll go get a W for West Holmes. Is there kind of a difference in, in approach this week? I mean, you know, the first three games, you guys – like every team around can just be like, okay, those are those are non-conference games. They don't mean a whole heck of a lot. Now's really when the when the season's kind of starting. But is there kind of a has, has there been a different approach these past couple of days to to what you guys are doing here? Um, not really. We're gonna practice if it's a non-conference conference game the same way as hard as possible. Uh, like for West Holmes, we're gonna go practice on the grass field, not turf, so we can okay. get more of that feel for it and make sure we're prepared for that that team whether non-conference or conference so do you take a different sense of urgency maybe since since like now all these games are i mean the the highest you know no i think we're going to treat it the same way i think we have a more simple um way of going at it this week i think we're going to be able to pull it together this week pretty well i mean how much how much does that kind of add to a comfort level that you're not you know you're not kind of overthinking other things and saying like we're in the we're in the OCC schedule now I mean is there a little bit of a comfort to that yeah I think it's that's because our coaches have prepared us so well right. over the, we've faced Maslin North Kent Hoover I think OCC is just going to be like we're already in the routine of just facing good competition so it's right. just going to be if anything another, it's just going to slow down yeah it's going to be just be another game to us right. cool um I mean Let's go back to the hit squad a little bit. I mean, yeah. uh, who who's the hardest hitting guy out of out of that group? Hardest hitting, <laughs> uh, for sure. Leo and Kai definitely hit pretty hard. If it was a, I wouldn't want to get hit by either. But if it was like life or death, Kai might mess somebody up pretty bad. And. I, I think it go, it'll rank Kai, Leo, and then me hitting-wise. We just all have, like, our own taste to it. Makai will knock a dude out just by his build, but Leo will come in really quick and knock your legs loose. And me, I'm just, like, the third piece. I come in after, I'm, like, I jump on top <laughs> jump of Jump on the pile. <laughs> yeah, so we all got our little specialties at it, so. Yeah, I agree a lot with that. I think. We all have our different, like, style of hitting. Yeah. I think it all just flows together very well. But you were the guy that laid out a kid from Fremont Rocks, right? <laughs> right, right. We say, so, 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 <laughs> so, when the H-back is in, don't put him in because Kai's going to blow him up. But if it's an open field tackle, 
drop. You might as well just drop the ball because then Leo's gonna come <laughs> and mess you up. So there's like the difference between it. And then you got Ricky when when a quarterback's trying to scramble. I mean, yeah. you might as well try and throw it out of bounds, throw it somewhere because he's gonna make sure he gets that tackle. Steal shoelaces. Don't don't pull your guard. <laughs> no tackles, no. especially if you're kind of slow. Don't no. don't try to pull them because I'm gonna get to your running back before anything. Oh, most definitely. Cool. Awesome. That was the T.Y. hit squad. That was Leo Hess and Ricky Mills. Um, those two, man, they're, they're so much fun to talk to, so much fun to joke around with. They're, they're great kids. They're well-mannered. They have great heads on their shoulders, and they love the game of football. That's that's what makes them so fun to be around is that they love what they do and, and love these 10 weeks of the year where they can kind of go out and showcase their abilities and um, and I, I asked uh, Sean Adams, the defensive coordinator, just about those guys, uh, as well as Makai Bradley, um, just how, how much fun they've been around to, to kind of watch and learn and grow and, and everything else. And, um, you know, he's, he's kind of looking at those guys to be the leaders, uh, especially this week when we head over to uh, Maslin, or I'm sorry, to, to West Holmes. Uh, for a very very tough game, and I asked him about that. Um, and you know, West Holmes is is kind of a tricky team to figure out, man. They're scoring a lot of points, so he's got his. Uh, Sean Adams has his work cut out for him to game plan for those guys, and I think he can do it. So let's hear from uh, from Coach Adams real quick, and then we'll come back get Jake's take on the West Holmes game um, right after this. First off, I'm going to do a feature on the, the hit squad okay. of, of those three: Ricky, Mackay, and and Leo. I mean. They're kind of the heart and soul of that defense. I feel like. I mean, what, what have what have they meant to you uh, these past four years? Because I think they've they've all played for you for a long time. So. Well, Kai Kai was part of that uh, nineteen bunch. Yeah. Uh, he was a freshman. Leo was a freshman, and so was Ricky. And then uh, those guys graduated, and Kai came back. And then we're like, what are we going to do up front? And we picked Ricky and we picked Leo and those two and Kai just had a phenomenal sophomore year. Um, and then last year we moved Kai back to linebacker and, and, and Leo back to linebacker this year. And um, Ricky Mills is, is phenomenal down there. You, you can't really block him. And then, you know, Kai is Kai and he is our leader. Um, I, I've never seen a linebacker so smart as him. He, he reads his keys. He's disciplined. Um, he just does everything that you ask a football player to do. Just a great kid. Leo, I mean, Leo has has improved probably more than anybody. Yeah. Um, and he he uh, he's really taken it to heart that he's next to Kai. He's a linebacker. I think they like the fact that they're both wrestlers. Right. Um, and they kind of feed off each other. And um, you know, I just think that that's all important and you know they're they're the heart and soul but you know they have a good cast around them and and let's give them credit they lift everybody else up too how much i mean after the game last week there was a little bit of talk of leadership i, I remember a kid standing up saying you know we, we didn't have leadership that game do you feel like it's kind of on those those three to, to provide that leadership now being seniors and everything else? i i think it's on um lot of people yeah um, I don't want to single out those three but if you look at just those three they're all three different leaders in their own right. way and right. there's not one that's really a, a vocal rah-rah guy and, and uh, anything like that they're, they're just not like that um, so um, you know I, I think 
offensively they have um, an identity, and, and I think that's Duke Reese. I think Duke Reese is their leader, and, and defensively we've got Kai, Leo, and, and, uh, and then Ricky. They were telling me last week during practice that um, it was during one of our games, I think it was the Hoover game, somebody messed up. And they're like, what are you doing? You know better than that. Don't do that. Next play, tackle for loss. Right. <laughs> just just holding each other accountable yeah. and, and believing each other. I mean, that's that's something that I can't do. Right. Let's talk a little bit about West Holmes. I mean, that 91 pass plays. When I, when I kind of looked through all their stuff, I was, I was surprised at how much they threw the ball the first three weeks. I mean, did that, did that kind of surprise you a little bit, given who they have in the backfield? Well, I you know, Sam Williams-Dixon is a heck of a running back, you know, and they've They've really done a good job over the last few years of throwing the football. And, um, you know, I don't see why they would change. Maltridge is a good receiver. And then, number one, I can't remember his name, is a good receiver. So I, I think that they're they're just well-balanced. Even though you see 91 pass plays up there, um, you know, they, they still are able to get chunk yardage running the ball. And then they keep you off balance with the pass, with the screens, with the slip and goes. With the through routes, I mean, they, they've got a real good repertoire of, of pass plays. Yeah. Uh, it, it presents a challenge. I mean, this, this team's averaging quite a few points here. So, I mean, defensively, how much how much are you going to harping on your guys? Like, hey, these guys these guys score a ton of points. This is an OCC championship game. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot you could use for motivation. Well, I, I'm not so sure that uh, I'm going to say that it's – it's for all the marbles because a lot can happen in this league and a lot has happened in this league, but it's our next game. And, um, you know, they came in here last year and, and um, you know, they, they got out of here nine minutes to go. We gave them, I think it was two touchdowns and we're up. And, and then after that, you know, we just kind of shot ourselves in the foot. So, you know, it was kind of disheartening from that standpoint, but here's a new year. Um, we got to go over there. Um, and, you know, they always got the little kids and they're honoring their midgets and right. and they got a massive band and they all sit on the hill. So, you know, it, it's just a it's a fun atmosphere. And, you know, we just relish the opportunity to go over there and, and play a very good West Holmes team. That was Mansfield senior defensive coordinator Sean Adams. Uh, man, uh, he's, he's got a tough task here, but he's got he's got guys to do. And I, I think uh, going over to West Holmes will be a nice big test. Um, and the sense of urgency, like like Coach Bradley said, is at an all time high. I mean, this this game could decide the OCC championship. Last year, I think, at most years in most conferences, the the league champion usually runs the table in the league um, and doesn't really give any team um, any ability to to have a downfall one week or the other. Um, and, and I think that's how it's going to be this year again. I think the winner of the OCC will run the table, and I think it's going to be one of these two teams. Um, West Holmes is, uh, you know, they're, they're one, of the, one of the perennial powers. I think last year they went 14-1, and one, um, lost in the state semifinal to the eventual state champion, Chardon, 41-7. Um, so uh, the Knights have won 21 of their last 23 games dating back to the 2020 season. So it's, been a, it's a special group that they have coming up right now. Um, and they're showing it so far this year. They've scored 148 total points and have only allowed 35 in their first three games. Uh, they scored 41 points in week one, 51 in week two, 56 in week three. So this is a very high-powered offense that they're going to be facing. 
and uh, the, the Mansfield senior defense is going to have their hands full, but they have the guys to do it. Like I said, I think this is one of the better defenses that Mansfield senior has seen in a long time. And, and you know, a few weeks ago, Coach Bradley even mentioned this could be as good as the 2019 group that took them to a state championship game. So the potential is all there. Um, and the potential for this game to be one of the best ones in the area of the entire season is also right there. Uh, last year, this game came down to the final nine and a half minutes. Uh, Mansfield Senior got outscored 13 to nothing in the fourth quarter and gave up a lead to lose 20 to 17. Um, and that led to West Holmes winning the OCC title. So last year it it was early in the season and it decided the OCC championship. And that's, I really have a feeling this is what's going to happen yet again. So, um, you know, I hope this is a, this is, this is a game that everybody is really taking, uh, taking to heart and, and seeing that this thing can come down to uh, the final minutes because it, it really can. Um, the Tigers turned the ball over last year a little bit too many times. And then having Sam Williams-Dixon on the other end, who is a, a very good running back getting, you know, power five offers. Uh, it's it's going to be, uh, that's a tall task. But the, you know, the, the Knights are throwing the ball a lot more this year. They've, they've thrown it like 70% of their play. So, uh, and Williams-Dixon is a guy who can make you pay out of the backfield in the pass game too. I know he, he, I watched him against Shelby, and he had like a 91-yard touchdown reception. Um, so he kind of hurts you all over the place as long as they get him the ball. So that's going to be the main focus here. I think that's the key to this game is to making sure uh, that this pass game doesn't get too too crazy. Um, you know, the Tigers have plenty of guys in the secondary, and Amar Davis, Keontes Bradley, all those guys, and you have guys that'll that'll rush like Ricky Mills, uh, and, and you have your your hit crew linebackers and Leo Hess and Makai Bradley, so the the big names for the Tigers are on the defensive side. The big names for the Knights are on the offensive side. This is this is really power against power. I think it'll be a lot of fun to to see this game, um, and I think uh, I think it'll be a great great night for football. And uh, hopefully, this is a great start to the uh, conference season. I think this will be. Um, I think. This is the 20th meeting all time uh, between these two teams. And Mansfield Senior has won nine, uh, nine, or I'm sorry, 10 times and only lost nine. So this is very, very close. Uh, and I think this, is, this will be yet another close game. Uh, I, I can't see very many of these games being decided by too many points um, over the course of this rivalry. So should be fun uh, down in Millersburg. Hope, hopefully everybody makes it there safe and sound and uh, has a great time. Um, and uh, this should be, a, should be a great one. I think this could be the game of the year. So I hope everybody uh, enjoys that one and, and has fun here on Friday night. And get out there and support your Tigers, support your hometown team, and, and fill the stands because these kids deserve it. So um, I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully uh, we got a got a positive talk about here um, when I sit down with the coaches next week. They'll be in the driver's seat for an OCC title. And we'll get right into uh, another big week uh, with another OCC opponent. So we'll see you guys next week.